Hello and welcome to the season finale of Two Toms, One Ash. Hope you've enjoyed listening all season long and we really do appreciate all the love and support. On this episode, we'll review the Super Bowl as much as it pains me to do so. And we'll then take a look at next season with some very early predictions. Right, that's enough from just me. On we go. Here we are, gents, the week after Super Bowl Sunday, where we were all together watching watching the Super Bowl. Um, so, so a victory for the Chiefs in the end. I'm sure everyone's aware of the result and how it's gone, but let's talk about how it went overall. So, Scully, I'll come to you first. Favourite Rihanna song? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so, um, <laughs> so what did you make of the games? Highs, lows, what went right for the Chiefs, what went wrong for the Eagles? Tell us about it. Excellent game as um, as we thought it were going to be. Really exciting. Um, glad that I predicted the the opening drive um, score and then obviously a score on the next play. Um, yeah, it was it was everything that you wanted. I think in um, in a Super Bowl between two of the best teams in in the league. So um, can't really have. Can't really have any complaints from a neutral point of view. I know for for you, Ash, it, it might be a little bit different, but um, really enjoyed the game. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, just a shame, just a shame that it was that holding call that kind of decided it in the end. But I mean, we'll, we'll probably discuss it a little bit. But for me, it it was the right call. Um, you see him either get called or, or not called in the game and you can argue you can argue either way it's just it is just a shame it was it was a holding call that ultimately um, decided the game but fantastic game nonetheless yeah and I think just just maybe touching on that holding call before we come on to to your your side of it Charlie that I think the disappointing thing from an Eagles point of view call it don't call it whatever but as as AJ Hawke was saying I saw on the Pat McAfee show that as a defence, you maybe talk about these kind of things and, and you might hold someone in the first quarter and then as you come off and the offence goes on, you might think, boys, they're not calling it. I was holding every play that that, that series, that drive, and and the refs weren't calling it. We can get away with someone here. Or the opposite, guys, they're calling everything. We need to just be real careful what we're touching. And the fact that nothing was called, no pass interference whatsoever, first, second, third quarter, and then on such an important play in the fourth quarter. But... um. But but I guess still along the lines of what Sirianni's come out and said and Bradbury, um, fair play. I guess it was holding, uh, and it, it didn't determine the game either. If I'm honest, I think I guess there's, there's a million plays really, but the three main plays, that being one of them, um, the punt return being the other, which by the looks of it, a bad punt. It was meant to go left. It ended up going right, which meant all the blockers were going in the wrong direction, which meant Tony capitalised and did well. Great return. And then also the one where Mahomes scrambled through for 20 yards. Whether that's Eagles thinking his ankle's gone a bit or he's playing on 80% of an ankle before the game starts and then it goes before half-time, maybe we don't need to spy on him. There's no chance that he's going to scramble at all. And then Bosch, 20 yards, he's ran through and then and then they're kind of within 20 yards of scoring as well. So a few specifics, but um, I'm sure we could put our finger on, on a few other bits as well. 
Charlie, anything else um, in terms of any other players that you thought made a big impact, or just those three, or or just impressions of the game as a whole? I think the the, the two you just touched on there, Ash. I mean that um, Pat Mahomes run for me just cements him the the MVP. I mean the guy's hurt. Um, he's he's hobbled off the pitch. He, he doesn't look like he's going to make a run. I, I think he he ran total forty yards the whole game, which um, it's not a massive number, but bearing in mind the injury he's carrying, and 20, 20 yards must have been on that play, third down. I mean, that's it. He, he he puts a team on his shoulders and carries him those twenty yards to to keep the ball. Um, and and yeah, that that the, the Tony uh, punt return, he, he he should have been brought down at the thirty-seven. They've got hands on him, and he just uh, he just makes that move and. And gets away. I think it came down to a couple of mistakes that the Eagles made late on, and the Chiefs didn't make as many mistakes. There's a third down where I think it was third and two, and and the Eagles end up going three and out because of it. They don't pick up the rushes. Uh, Hurts has to has to. Uh, come out of the pocket and and this he's under too much pressure. Can't make the pass. And it, they end up giving the ball back, and it, it's the punt return was was that next play, um, and it just yeah, it was a great game though. Absolutely loved it. For, I mean, the first two drives, um, I thought Jesus, we're gonna have some sort of record score here. They, they look like scoring every time. Um, it's brilliant game to watch. Um, I said to you guys before, I felt a little bit let down. I know you'd said Ash, you, you don't think that holding call. Uh, decided the game. I, I beg to differ. I think it a hundred percent did. I think if you if that call's not made, they've not called it all game. There's been those calls haven't been made all the way through the game. Yes, he is holding him, and the angle that you see that the refs called it from, there's a clear pull of his shirt. So you understand why they've thrown that flag. It is a hold. However, there've been plays similar in the game that hadn't been called. Uh, why call that? At such a vital time, I mean, it's so. It just it just felt like a bit of a letdown at the end of the game. It could have been such an exciting finish because um, the Chiefs kick a field goal there. Still, what a minute forty five seconds around that left for the Eagles to go down, get another field goal, or get a field goal, take it to overtime, potentially get a touchdown. I mean, that's what the fans want to see. They want to see that the game finish like that. Um, yeah, it, it just put a bit of a damper on it for me. Uh, but unbelievable game. Uh, great game to watch as a neutral. And, and there, were like... a couple, there were a couple of, sorry, Ash, there were a couple of other big players, I think, that uh, that we've not mentioned as well that were decisive in the game. One was obviously the uh, the Hurts fumble and, um, yeah. and the recovery by um, Bolton, for who had an unbelievable game for, um, for the defensive touchdown. The other one was the other Bolton return, which wasn't given. Which for me, he's got he's got possession. I think that's a, a generous call. Another one that could have gone either way for me, and one that the the Eagles got the benefit of the doubt on. But that could have been a bit more decisive earlier on. And then the other one for me is not not so much a just one play, but how. 
who's the who's your uh, I forgot his name now the uh, the head coach for for the Eagles Siriani Siriani that's it I'm gonna call him Biryani but that's a cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, how aggressive he was in the in the first half going for it every time on fourth down right and he didn't do that in the second half and I think there was the the play where you were four and six and he he put the field goal unit on and you took a you put a field goal to go six points ahead when you could you could have gone for that and put the game to bed in my opinion yeah four and six are difficult but the way that you'd been playing all game it was that wasn't out of the question that you were going to get that you kick a field goal you give it back to Patrick Mahomes and he's within a score of taking the lead and I think that for me was a big big turning point in the game as well yeah and in hindsight Maybe you're right. I guess four and six, depending on where it is on the field, whether you go for it or not. But but those those points really, and, and what is it? The start kind of no one's ever scored thirty five points in a Super Bowl and lost before. Um, I mean, in fairness, you could probably look at every single stat, whether it's time of possession. Um, I'm not sure so much about takeaways, but kind of rushing yards, passing passing yards, all those things go in the Eagles' favour. Um, but I guess on the flip side, that's why the Chiefs are the Chiefs. That's why they've been to three Super Bowls in five years, won two of them. That's why they've, they've lost Tyreek Hill. They've lost Tyron Matthews. They're in an AFC with the Bills and the and, and the uh, nearly said Browns then, dear me, uh, and the Bengals, and they've still made it through to the Super Bowl and then won it. Um, it, it really is dynasty. I don't know what you were thinking at the start of the season, Charlie, but I'm sure you weren't writing off the Chiefs, but I can't imagine you had money on the Chiefs to win it either, did you? Nope. I uh, I backed the Bills all the way. I I, th- I thought the Bills were gonna gonna do it. After all this time, um, I thought that the Chiefs had lost too much. Um, I wasn't one of those Travis Kelsey's too old, getting too old. I still thought he was going to be uh, awesome. Obviously, Mahomes. So I, I thought they were going to be there, thereabouts, but they weren't the team I was putting money on. Uh, like I say, I, I backed the Bills to uh, to get there. Yeah, no, that I think that was everyone's favourite bet, wasn't it? The Bills, all season long even, um, not so much on the Chiefs. And, and and I don't mind admitting as well, I put a little bet on, and, and as you know, it was a little bet, on the, on the Chiefs not even making the playoffs. I think looking at that... AFC West with the Raiders, with the Broncos, with the Chargers. I had a, I put a little bit, and I'm not even making the playoffs. So, so for them to get there and uh, and then obviously win it all, fair play and well done to the Chiefs. So now taking a, a very very early look at next season, and uh, and let's have a look at some Super Bowl predictions. For next season, so we can we can look back uh, in six months' time and, and have a good laugh. Who we've predicted, um, Scully? Let's come to you first. Who are you predicting to to win the Super Bowl next season? Cleveland, obviously. I think it's <laughs> no <Okay>. joking. <laughs> um, I can't even take myself seriously. No, um, I, I'm going to back the Chiefs again. Be the uh, the team to do it back to back. Just. I mean, they've got Mahomes tied up forever. Um, Kelsey's not going anywhere. They've drafted really well last year. Got some rookies in. Quite a few of them scored uh, touchdowns. Um, Pacheco, what a player. That Sky Moore, if he turns out to be what, what potential he's got. 
Kadarius Turner, he's has really added something to to this offense. Um, yeah, I I think I think they're excellent. If they uh, if they add a few more pieces, just go from strength to strength. I think they'll be definitely there or thereabouts next season again. And I think uh, I think they could go all the way. Like you've just mentioned, it they could be uh, could be a dynasty in uh, in the making if they're not already. So um, yeah, I'll go Kansas City again. Yeah, very interesting. And it sounds like, like you say, kind of Travis Kelsey's not going anywhere. Andy Reid sounded as confident as ever that he is coming back. He's not looking at retiring either. Um, I know I just talked about it earlier, but you'd expect Sean Payton's Denver Broncos to be a lot stronger next season. Now Russell Wilson's found his feet. But um, but even still, that doesn't mean that the, that writes the Chiefs off at all. Charlie, who are you picking? For me, if they can sort out the issue of quarterback, I'm going 49ers. Um, I think they've got it all. They just need that one spot. I know it's the main spot um, in every team, and they've got potential with Trey Lance if he can if he can stay fit. I think if he comes back and he hits the ground running this coming year. I think the Super Bowl's theirs to, to lose. They've got some unbelievable talent across offense, defense, special teams. That picking up uh, McCaffrey is a, an unbelievable trade for them. Um, just showing what they've done this year with with the inconsistency at quarterback, I think they'll be a, an absolute force to be reckoned with uh, next year if Trey Lance can step up or... Whoever they pick uh, as as their starting quarterback, if they can stay fit and stay consistent and play well and fit into that team, uh, I mean, it just showed with with what Purdy did this year. You don't need to be a world beater um, to, for for things to to work for them. Maybe Purdy, another year under his belt, um, good bit of coaching, and 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 fits the way that they want to play in San Francisco, then potentially keep him there. But yeah, I think their team all round, if they can get the right guy um, to put him on the shoulders, uh, then yeah, 49ers for me. Yeah, I could see it. Definitely. Just one game away from the Super Bowl this season. And, and like you say, kind of with, with three different quarterbacks predominantly being, being a rookie. Um, the main guy who started the most games for them. So, so yeah, so why not? Um, I guess hope for their sake that they, they kind of make, make that choice and it's not just in limbo, even without Brock Purdy in the question. It's Is it Jimmy? Is it Trey Lance? What's happening? Is he the backup? He, he's not allowed to train with him. But, but yeah, rock-solid defence and all the weapons on offense, offensive line. Um, yeah, absolutely. No reason why they can't go to the Super Bowl and, and then go all the way if all works out well. Uh, and then my pick, so I'm I'm sticking on those similar lines of NFC, uh, mainly to avoid those conundrums of Chiefs, Bills, uh, Bengals, maybe in the AFC. But I'm going Vikings. I think I think arguably the same sort of thing at quarterback. Although I think Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. I don't think he's great, but I think he's a good quarterback. Um, you've got the best receiver in the league, Justin Jefferson. You've got the up and coming one of the best tight ends in the league, Hawkinson now. I think Thielen's a free agent, but I think it sounds like he's 
he's Minnesota through and through, so he'll he'll want to be back there. Um, whether they can do anything else, Dalvin Cook's there. Madison's a decent backup running back. Um, head coach will be second year, uh, so it's just that defense that needs a lot of work. But if they can kind of build on the defense and they can pick up free agents, trades, draft, whatever it might be, that's just all in on the defense, then then I think for them in that division and then in the NFC as well, the 49ers are the are the only real main contenders this early out, I think. Your favourite uh, defence, aren't they, then, uh, Tom? How did you describe them? <laughs> Disgraceful. Atrocious. <laughs> Atrocious. <laughs> Disgusting. In fairness, I just like that everything you said, they, they've got an unbelievable offence. They just need to... They're going to have to draft well um, defensively and, and pick up free agents. Um, they're gonna If they concentrate everything on on defence, then I, um, yeah, I can see him doing all right, but geez, they need to make some improvements <laughs> on that defence. I don't know if they've listened, I don't, I've not seen them sacking any defensive coordinator or anything just yet, so yeah, maybe, they, maybe they'll ride it out. Interesting yeah. that uh, none of us have said the Eagles though. Yeah, no, and, and and in fairness, that that brings us on nicely to to kind of predictions of t- for our teams next season. Um, so, so for me, I I'm gonna suggest that the Eagles will go ten and seven next season. Um, so we've still got Jalen Hurts, who's who's quickly becoming just a game changer. Um, I think most of the offensive line will be back. who have made a big difference. Uh, the weapons will be there in terms of Devonta Smith, AJ Brown. There's a fair few on defense that'll still be there. However, I think the division that we're in, I think the Giants will be very good next season. They were good this season, but second year for Dable, I think Giants will be very good. Cowboys, as much as it pains me to say, I think they're all, they are always good, always there or thereabouts. Um, Commander shouldn't be, but it's that type of division that you can quickly go from bottom to top. So there's a chance that they'll be better. Um, we've just lost our offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. It sounds like we're hiring within, which is possibly a good thing to keep with the same system. But we've lost those key positions. I've said it before. I, c- I can picture Brandon Graham, Jason Kelsey both retiring, possibly even Fletcher Cox. Um, albeit I think he's maybe 32, so a little bit younger than the others. And then we have got some major free agents, uh, especially on defence. So uh, I guess the ones that we picked up this season, so Robert Quinn, Sue, uh, Joseph, but also Bradbury, um, Gardner Johnson, I think all free agents. On offence, not so much. I think there's one of the offensive linemen and Miles Sanders, which I think Miles Sanders is good, but um, I think we share out the running backs a little bit and less of a commodity, really. I think you can pick up a running back in the draft maybe or or some sort of veteran. So so I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be all right. I've, I think I'm sure we'll make the playoffs, but but I, yeah, I'm, I'm not confident at all that we'll be anywhere near the Super Bowl. Um, not as we were this year with, with what's left on there. Charlie, talk to me about the Steelers. Are you fancying Steelers next season with, uh, with Kenny Pickett's second season? I don't think we're that far away from, from getting it right, to be honest. Um, Kenny's second year, I, impressed this year. I, I think he's, I think he's been really good this year. Uh, probably put in a little bit earlier than he needed to be, uh, needed to. But 
it's it's not done him terrible. I mean, he's we still came away. We've kept that non-losing record intact with him. Um, and like I say, I, I, I don't think we're miles away. So if if they can draft well and they can uh, pick up some decent uh, free agents, I think there's a couple of positions on defense that they need to strengthen. Um, maybe offensive line, but apart from that, I don't think we're that far away. And uh, the schedule we've got next year doesn't doesn't uh, scare me at all. Um, there's only a few teams that I'm looking at thinking uh, we probably struggle with them. I, I think we're gonna. I'm gonna go uh, eleven and six. We're uh, we're gonna we're gonna smash it next year. I think the the Bengals will possibly get the double on us. Um, but I, I'm I'm just looking at who we've got next year. So losing, I've got us losing to 49ers, um, possibly the Jags. I think the Jags mm. could be a bit of an underdog team next year. Um, maybe the Titans, um, possibly Seahawks. And say the uh, and the Bengals, but I think everybody else, th- there's no nobody on that schedule there that that particularly worries me, other than maybe the Forty Niners, uh, and and possibly the uh, the Bengals. But yeah, I think I think we we wouldn't like I say we're not far off where we need to be. Um, Kenny Pickett going into his second year, uh, I'm excited for it. And I guess this season was never going to be kind of an all-in type of season, was it? But with TJ injured for a fair few games, you can't count for that. So even if you're I mean, predicting, it, you know, you're saying 11 and 6, but then TJ misses again, 6, 7 games. If he stays fit, we we, we win. Um, he's, he's that good. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that all that turns out. Scully, what are Browns doing? It depends on um, it depends on Deshaun Watson, doesn't it? I mean, uh, it depends on if he can remember how to be a footballer again. So, um, I, I mean, I'm because we've been, we've not been great. I think a schedule next next season, the teams that we're playing, similar to what Tom just said, there's not many teams to be to be scared of. Um, it's a really tough division anyway. There's some great teams in the division. Um, those games could always go either way. I think we usually do all right in um, in the divisional games as well. So I think we could quite easily go four and two um, in the division. And and overall, even similar to what you guys have just said, ten and seven, eleven and six, um, could could be anything. I'm I am going to back us this year. To, to make the playoffs, though, I think there's as biggest weakness last season was on defense. We've got another a new uh, defensive coordinator that's just come in, Jim uh, Schwartz, again from, from the Eagles. He's worked with some brilliant defenses. He is going to come in. His focus is on the defensive line, which um, we've we've not been great in the past in the uh, pass rush. Um, sorry, the the run defense um, all season. I think he's going to come in. He's going to show that up. He's going to work with Miles Garrett. He's, he's already talking about any scheme that gets Miles Garrett one on one is is what he wants. So I want to see that more often. He's probably the most double team defensive end uh, in the league, if not 
well, one of them definitely. But um, I'm excited to see how we transition on defense with that change. And I think if if it's a positive transition, then um, we we could have a really good really good season. But I'd like us to draft another wide receiver. Um, Cooper's been fantastic, but outside of him, Donovan People Jones, uh, a bit meh. Um, I'd like us to run the ball a little bit more than we did this year as well. I mean, we talked about it a little bit um, during the season that every time Nick Chubb had 20 carries or more, we won the game. Um, why he wasn't consistently having that amount of volume all season, especially with Jacoby at quarterback for the majority of that season, was I, I just didn't understand it at all. So, yeah, I'd like us to see us... I'm excited, should I say, to uh, to see what the the defense does this this year with the new scheme, and and if they can get that Miles Garrett one on one, and if they can get him one on one more often than not, I think he could be defensive player of the year. I'm excited to see how Deshaun Watson performs, and uh, with a full off season and and starting as starting quarterback this year. Because that that is that is going to be the key to our offense. Um, yeah, a couple more weapons for him, or at least one more weapon to complement Cooper. And let's just run the shit out of the ball with Nick Chubb, and I think we've got a chance. So yeah, yeah back that, us for the playoffs. And that that must be nice. That apart from maybe what that that one or two seasons you had with Baker Mayfield, that it feels like at least hopeful for something after years and years of nothingness. Um, and even even last season is a bit of a write off. That, that just having a bit of hope for for some sort of positivity. And, and as you say, a real tough division that you're in. But I think some of those rival games, bad weather potentially up there, I guess, that who knows what's going to happen. So, yeah, four and two, three and three within the division. I could see more than possible. And then, and then as you say, playoff bound. Um, yeah, what a prediction that must be. So And people say it's not a pon- comedy podcast. So there we are. It's the hope that kills you. <laughs> And there we have it, the end of this week's episode and the end of the season. The plan is to dip in and out of recording as and when there's anything relevant to talk about during the off-season before getting back into weekly episodes leading up to fantasy drafts and, of course, the week one kickoff. Thanks again for listening. See you soon. <laughs>